0: Everyone and welcome to a new podcast episode on the Cultivate Kindness podcast. Today we're doing an episode together Hi. and we've decided to do this episode on a really interesting topic that I think you'll find really interesting but it's called intuition versus fear. So we want to talk a little bit about understanding what intuition is, how we can differentiate it from our fear or our fears and then actually how we can learn to trust and use our intuition. So, Intuition is something that's very powerful, but not a lot of us can distinguish it from fear, which sometimes means we may not do something because we are fearful, not necessarily because it may in fact be bad for us in that moment in time. So understanding our feelings when they become intertwined in fear is very important. And actually another podcast, Heart to Heart, feel free to check her podcast out, it's great, um, is inspire, has inspired this topic a little bit. And again, as with a lot of our episodes, we are learning together. Um, Intuition is something that I have struggled with in the past. And I thought this would be a good topic to talk about because I could learn.
1: Yeah. And as I said, as we said, um, this actually is probably one of the first topics where we've done a lot of research or you've done a lot of research. So this is sort of Emily's topic today and she's gonna because I'm also going to be learning as I listen with her or as she talks I'm going to listen to what she says so I think it's going to be very interesting because it's a topic that I don't think a lot of us have uh, looked into or maybe like reflected on a lot so it could be something very interesting to learn
0: yeah and I think uh, we might always do another episode in the future when we've learned a bit more about it because like I said we're constantly learning but um I'll also link some TED talks on intuition in the bio or yeah, the they description can, of they this can podcast. maybe
1: help, like, get a bit more of an idea. Yeah, and it.
0: it's also good to just hear different speakers talk about it. Um, but one important point I want to make before going into the different subsections is that fear thrives in busyness, whereas intuition, on the other hand, tends to feel like this pulling energy. It feels like you're being drawn towards your best interests, even if it requires you to take a risk. There's hope and even maybe an underlying feeling of excitement. In your body, intuition tends to feel like a calm inner knowing. That's just a rough.
1: Versus what? Yeah. They, what's the difference between them? Yeah. So fear, fear is thrives in busyness, and then intuition is something that comes from within, and it's like a feeling. It's like a gut feeling, isn't it? Yeah, that's just like a simple, I guess.
0: Um, overview. Yeah. Overview of what intuition is. Yeah. So. Now i going to a little bit more depth. So what is intuition? So I think a lot of us know intuition by a different name. Maybe that's a hunch or a gut feeling. I'm sure you've also heard of yeah, gut feeling. Yeah, I just
1: said yeah, gut feeling. Yeah, yeah.
0: Or, or deeper knowing. But what they all mean is intuition is the ability to immediately understand something without conscious reasoning. So intuition can be hard to describe. And I think that's why it's a really difficult topic to talk about something, sometimes. Because it's this abstract and intangible feeling. But it is very much there is just non-verbal, but it's still very energetic. Um, and a lot of the time, we feel very disconnected from our bodies, like our brain is sometimes separate from the rest of our body. And I think that's something that intuition is bringing those two together. Um, so researchers at Leeds University actually concluded that intuition is a very real psychological process where the brain uses past experiences and cues from the self and the environment to make a decision. The decision happens so quickly that it doesn't register on a conscious level. So intuition is the way that our conscious mind actually communicates with the subconscious mind. Now again, that might seem a little bit confusing at first, but I think as we go on to into the podcast, we'll understand a bit more what that means. So the information in our brains that give us that feeling or inner knowing is real. But the way the information comes together happens outside our conscious awareness. So it's actually this subconscious feeling that you'll have within your body. That's why it's usually called a gut feeling, because it usually it's a, a feeling in your stomach that you might not always listen to. Mm-hmm. So, which is, so that's why it's hard to trust or listen to it. So why do we struggle listening to our intuition? I just wanted to ask you quickly, do you feel like you have listened much to your gut feeling or have much of an idea what it is
1: i think i do i think i feel it a lot
0: my gut feeling
1: that's good and i think i feel and i think i act on how i feel in my gut um especially maybe if there's something that i don't really want to do Mm. sometimes i can feel in my gut that actually i need to like quit a job or i need to finish this essay or something and i listen to it and i do it that's really good because i think the thing that kind of sometimes obviously i'm going to say
0: now but one thing that i find really interesting that will stop or um affect your intuition is outside sort like outside things Mm -hmm. so that could be society or could be your friends or your family that you might value their opinion but it confuses your own gut reaction Mm -hmm. so why do we struggle listening to our intuition I read an interesting blog post that highlighted some of the reasons as to why it's difficult to listen to our intuition. So the first one is most people can't actually hear their intuition. So the majority of people are distracted by entertainment, technology, um, addictions, and things like that. And this prevents them from hearing their intuition. The second one is most people don't even know of intuition or its power. I feel like a lot of people will throw around the idea of the gut feeling, where it's kind of sometimes... It's not made fun of, but we don't talk about it in as much seriousness as it might need. I think with
1: things that are, you can't see, it's yeah. like, sometimes hard to believe, and I think... It happened with mental health and now that sort of like stigma is leaving like people talk about it and people Mm. understand it but if you think like what like 20 30 years ago oh yeah not even people wouldn't weren't understanding mental health problems Mm. and people were just labeled as crazy you know and I think that's probably the same thing with the intuition it's like you can't see it so people find it hard to believe or to like know what this feeling is so they probably feel it they feel the gut feeling but they don't understand what it's telling you or how to act on it and they might think oh no what my brain is telling me is more important yeah i feel
0: like the way we talk about the the head um or our brains Mm -hmm. and what that's thinking is more important than the rest of our body or our stomach or gut um thirdly we have become a culture saturated with logic that's actually kind of the point i just made um so logic has immense value to it But the problem arises when we become people or as human beings, we exclusively focus on logic. So we we then reject any other emotions or feelings that we might have or that uh, show up when we're in certain situations. The fifth one is that society peer pressures us out of intuition. So our friends, family, co-workers and so on a lot of the time actively fight against the use of intuition for the most part. They might not be aware that they're doing that and they might obviously have your best intentions in mind sometimes. But it can be really confusing to understand what you truly want when you're hearing so many outside perspective, thoughts, or opinions. And I actually recently was thinking about even with kind of goal setting or setting goals, you might want to keep some to yourself. Because a lot of the time when you Tell them to other people. Yes, you can get encouragement, but they might also put you off doing them. So I think it's really an interesting yeah, thing to talk about. Yeah, definitely,
1: yeah. So I think now it's probably a good idea to talk about the difference between fear and intuition a bit more, because yes. that is what the podcast is And called. you also did some research and into well. I did that. some research into this, and um, yeah, so obviously I didn't really know before I started researching so all of this I found is just sort of like online yeah so something. if you guys have any more ideas you guys can also leave them in the comments or you know dm us on instagram and stuff and you can think about or maybe form your own opinion on this but um listening to our intuition at times can be con- con- confusing to understand what is re what is real and then what is your fear talking so it's quite a different difficult topic as we've been saying and I think what Emily has been saying is quite hard to understand when you first hear about it I think it's something that you need to kind of like watch TED talks watch videos listen to things listen to podcasts about them to like fully understand what's going on but um yeah I just thought I could show maybe a little bit about what's the difference between fear and intuition so it's very important to understand that there is like overlaps between the two and they're not just black and white fear and intuition and also everyone's experiences can vary so it's essential to be patient with yourself and practice self-awareness to develop a deeper understanding of your emotions and instincts over time because that what that is what um, your intuition really is it's, it's being able to listen and feel your emotions and understand what your body is telling you in moments where you maybe aren't listening to it properly mm. so also it's very important to build a sort of self-awareness with yourself in order, to, so you can feel these emotions <laughs> that I was saying. So we've done a podcast about that. So maybe we can do another one in the future because it's quite a complex, inter- interesting topic about self-compassion and self-awareness. And I think everything we talk about on this podcast comes back to that sort of self-compassion and self-awareness. I really do think, and I think this whole series that we've been doing about beyond the surface, breaking boundaries with yourself, like it really comes back to knowing yourself and feeling your emotions and knowing what your body and mind is trying to tell you because they're very our bodies and our
0: minds have so much to tell us yeah yeah and we don't always listen to them you know
1: and obviously trusting your instincts or your intuition comes with a lot of practice and learning and it's not an easy path and you know you're not going to listen to one episode and then feel yourself completely and know yeah that. it takes and a long d- yeah a long time exactly so um like any topic that surrounds mental health seeking guidance from a professional counselor or therapist or talking with family talking with people you trust is also always beneficial when you're exploring feelings emotions because sometimes maybe you know listening to your intuition isn't easy because you've gone through something traumatic in your life where you haven't been able to fully process your emotions or listen to yourself oh yeah in times so like
0: always also sorry just quickly also with your intuition there's an element of trust within yourself yeah maybe you've and you might not have that at all exactly so why would you then first of all you might hear it but not want to listen or
1: know how to listen to it. exactly so again talk to someone you trust or talk to someone professional because we are not professionals we're just researching interesting topics anyway so here are a few ways that we can begin to differentiate from fear but like fear versus intuition so first one is probably the easiest to under like to feel because it's about physical sensations and I feel like we're much better at understanding physically what we're going through than inside because some I think physical things manifest themselves Yeah, and you can also easier. see them. Yeah, exactly. Or
0: other people can see them as well. So
1: fear often comes with a strong physical reaction. So there's this stuff like increased heart rate, sweating, or tension. I feel like we all kind of understand what fear feels like. I feel like we've all felt fear in our lives. Mm, yeah. So that's probably quite an easy one. But on the other hand, intuition tends to be a quieter feeling and intuition doesn't have intense body sensations it's very much comes from within your gut feeling it comes from you know deep down in your stomach that's what I like to imagine mm. so so using the way your body is reacting to different scenarios or maybe decisions is a great way to understand whether what you're feeling so for example say you want to start your own business or something And you can decide whether what you're feeling is fear or intuition. Of course, you'll probably feel both. But you need to um, try and differentiate between the two. Yeah, I think it just takes
0: practice. And like later on in the podcast, we will actually talk about some exercises you can do to understand whether it's more fear or more intuition. Because even within intuition, yes, we're talking about that you don't have a huge physical reaction. You might feel some um, excitement. You might
1: feel butterflies in your stomach because you're excited. These things are just like the black and white, simple, and as I think we all know, everything's very complex, so it's kind of hard to box things into things, Mm. but this is just, like, a starting point. Yeah, definitely. So, the next one is emotional nature. So, fear is usually associated with negative emotions, like anxiety, dread, or panic, whereas intuition might not evoke such strong negative emotions, and Usually, intuition is more of a neutral feeling or something positive. So, this is where being self aware can be very helpful because it will allow us to look at the emotions and feelings that we feel and pick out exactly what it is that we're experiencing. The next one is I kind of touched on this already, but intuition often arises calmly with a sense of clarity and it doesn't really create that sort of confusion, whereas, fear. Uh, stereotypically clouds judgment and can lead to irrational things like the flight or fight you know yeah. you, you kind of just act on impulse and also with intuition
0: it might at first be very calm but then what will happen is your brain might take over yeah and then you start confusing those emotions yeah. so a lot of the time if you're struggling with something it's that initial reaction as soon as you're thinking about it that's what you should be listening to because it's very easy to get confused or our head to tell ourselves different things whereas our stomach is saying others yeah so yeah i think this is a really interesting point
1: and then also timing P- fear can be triggered by anticipation of future events or outcomes whereas intuition is more of an immediate in the moment feeling so Yeah that kind of explains it actually and then lastly is objective versus subjective so fear can be influenced by external factors and perceptions whereas intuition is often considered more aligned with the truth or more aligned with your truth like your emotions and what you're feeling and what you want to do.
0: So your genuine insight so you're feeling
1: genuinely. Yeah exactly so that's kind of very stereotypical what is intuition, what is fear, very black and white, not very in-depth. Yeah, no, because I was going to say fear, depending on the type of fear, fear isn't always a bad thing. No, like It, I know, it, it yeah. crops up
0: fear whenever. Can, but they,
1: fear can be useful, it's like being nervous can be useful Yeah. In, in situations, but as I said, this is just sort of like... This is trying to try and understand our like, intuition, which is something... Really simply, because yeah. sometimes you just everything's very complicated so sometimes you do just need to think of okay this is a and this is b yeah and then once you understand a and b you can go and figure out especially when it
0: comes to making decisions or trying out new things or you might have met someone new and you don't and you actually get this intuition that you're like okay i don't know if i really get along with this person Mm -hmm. you should listen you can listen to that because it's a powerful feeling
1: yeah So I feel like we've spoken a lot about this topic now but for me when I talk about anything mental health related or things that you can't physically see it's what's most difficult is putting them into action and putting these profound ideas into something that you can actually use in your everyday life. So I I thought I would give you guys or we would give you guys some exercises or things that you can try in order to help Uh, in order to help you begin to start listening to your intuition more so you can write this write these down pause the podcast or you can come back maybe we'll leave a little time stamp uh, where we start um, listing the activities you can do so the first activity is this is a very simple exercise so there's a few steps so first of all you want to grab a piece of paper and a pen And then on that paper, you write down a question that you're struggling with. So, for example, if you're in a work situation and maybe you've been offered a promotion or something and you write down is taking on more responsibility going to make me happy. So obviously, as you get promoted, you have more tasks and more people that you're managing or overseeing. And then what you want to do is you want to write yes or no on the paper below the question. And then leave it, leave the pen nearby and walk away for a while, get on with your day, distract yourself, do something for a few hours, then come back to it and circle yes or no and force yourself to respond within two to three seconds. And what this does is this, uh, as you think about what you're struggling with and you write it down, you, you start to not listen to your intuition and listen to more to your head, to your feelings of fear, anxiety, stress, apprehension about the future and if you walk away and you come back after having distracted yourself and you just give yourself one second or two seconds to just snap it and And make that decision make the decision then you can listen to your gut and listen to what you're you know you're saying and I think this technique isn't like it happens a lot people always like walk away from it come back like when I write an essay I write it then I walk away for a few days and come back to it, and then because I think we all know the, the power of a fresh mind and, mm. you know, especially when it comes to things that you can, things in your life that you struggle with, writing it down, coming back and leaving and then coming back to the question or the struggle can help you yeah. understand how you want to deal with it.
0: And also I think if you're quite an indecisive person or you ha- you overthink quite a lot, Yeah. forcing yourself to literally just say yes or no within those two or three seconds yeah. is actually quite it's probably difficult at first but it's it's quite liberating in a way yeah and you can always still come back to what you can still think about maybe why you picked yes or no Mm -hmm. but you have made kind of that decision you've listened to what that feel like that initial feeling that came up yes um so this is a good exercise okay so the next exercise is a visualization exercise visualization is talked about by a lot of people and I think it's really really powerful to be able to kind of if you're thinking about the future and the future you want to live being able to actually visualize what that looks like can make it easier to actually enact those goals in your life but this is specifically to do with intuition so find a quiet place where you won't be disturbed close your eyes and take a few deep breaths to relax imagine yourself in a specific situation or scenario that you are certain uncertain about It could be related to a decision you need to make or a challenge that you're facing in your life. Visualise the different options and outcomes as vividly as you can. Pay attention to how you feel during each visualisation. Notice any emotional responses, any sensations or inner knowings that arise as you explore these different possibilities. This exercise can help you connect with your intuitive feelings and inner guidance.
1: I feel like this exercise is actually a, a good one for maybe if there's something that you're going through that needs a bit more of thought behind. Mm. Because the first exercise I think is really good for people that overthink, overthink especially like smaller things and they don't know what to do yeah. in situations. Whereas this exercise, if you're facing something that actually you do need to think a bit about, like it's not just a yes or no, um, that can really help. Um, but it might not be as useful for people who overthink. And who overthink, especially negatively. Yeah. So I think the first one would be better for people who overthink too much, and then this one is better for people or situations where you need to actually think a bit more to come to for a conclusion. For sure, and I think again it depends on the situation
0: because sometimes visualizing can be quite intense for people. Yeah. It can. You might experience very intense emotions while doing this, so make sure that you're in a a a good mental state while doing this. But I think it's a really good point that you made where sometimes you need that just quick yes or no and other times you need to allow yourself to actually ponder and think about that problem that you're going through
1: yeah and then the third exercise you can try is a body scan and this is kind of a technique used in loads of meditation practices and stuff so this might not be for everyone because meditation isn't for everyone but um what you do is you find a quiet place and you sit down or you lie down and you close your eyes, take a few deep breaths to relax and then you start focusing your attention on different parts of your body, starting from the top of your head and moving down. As you scan each area, pay attention to any physical sensations or reactions that arise and notice any part of your body that feels tense, relaxed or emits a particular feeling and your intuition might communicate through these emotions and i think this is a really good exercise for people who want to become more self-aware to their emotions and people who want to be able to listen to their body more Mm because you basically sit there and you just sense any sort of thing it can be positive negative you just um sense everything that's going on in your body and i think that's quite a good one for people who maybe struggle knowing what they're thinking or struggle showing their emotions so is this to do with lit focusing
0: on your physical
1: sensations yeah yeah Yeah. I think again this is less about like making a decision on something Mm -hmm. like the first one this is more of some for someone who wants to work on their because as we said your intuition is also being able to listen to your body and what you're feeling in your mind so that is very very important um, and then the fourth and final
0: one is to ask... I don't know if we
1: already said final, but it's fine.
0: We can have another already said one. final. It's fine. We oh. have another one. Um, is to ask questions. So at the end of the day, intuition is just a subconscious process that helps us make choices based on experience and instinctive feelings. The more we learn to harness it, the more effective it becomes. To re- to, so to refine our intuition, we can intentionally ask ourselves questions that might trigger our subconscious to send signals back to us so when we want to hear from our intuition we can ask questions like what do i need to pay attention to right now or what does my gut tell me about this or how can i feel better about this decision or what do i need about this what do i need to know about this situation so when we're asking these questions we're wondering about aspects of our lives that concern us and that we want insights into and that's what will generate the responses from our subconscious. So you shouldn't force yourself to come up with answers. Instead, let them come naturally in their own time. Accept when your intuition proves to be incorrect as well. Don't criticise yourself if your intuition proves faulty, because you can learn from it. If your intuition doesn't turn out right, don't be yourself Don't beat yourself up over it. Just figure out why it didn't work and try again next time. So your intuition isn't always right because all these emotions become mixed up. Um, Your head might be saying things. You might be confused if you've never listened to your intuition before. It's going to make mistakes because you haven't learned everything about the world around you.
1: Yeah. And then, so there are a lot of benefits to these exercises and they help encourage self-reflection and help you become more aware of your thoughts, feelings, and bodily sensations This heightened self-awareness allows you to recognise patterns, recognise your triggers and responses uh, to situations and problems, which leads to a deeper understanding of yourself. So when you learn to trust and listen to your intuition, you gain access to valuable insights and gut feelings that can guide your decision-making process. So being more in touch with your intuition or gut feeling also helps you make decisions, helps you uh, um, rationalise things and problems. Intuition can offer a unique perspective that complements rational thinking, leading to a more balanced and informed and informed choices. So it can also provide creative solutions and out of the box ideas that may not be apparent through logical reasoning alone. So engaging in these sort of intuitive exercises can help you tap into also create creativity and improve your problem solving skills.
0: Okay, now I just want to do a little summary so we can both kind of understand how to slowly n- learn about our intuition. Mm-hmm. And these four steps came from a video that I watched by Candice Vandel. And I think she explained it very precisely and also in not too it wasn't too long either. So the first one is when you have a thought or a feeling... Think about whether that was a feeling that came from your head or your heart. So was it a gut feeling or a head feeling? So because when you talk about your heart feelings that links with your gut. Then afterwards, if you think that it came from your head first, check your body out and see if your stomach or your gut is also tense. And then do the reverse. If it then came from your stomach and your head is relaxed, then you can understand where those emotions were coming from, whether that was from your gut or your head. However, if one or the other is tense or relaxed, you might want to then figure out why one of them is the other way around, if that makes sense. So for example, if your head is relaxed, but your stomach is feeling tense, you might want to reassure your head that it can trust yourself and it can trust that gut instinct. If the feeling that you got in your gut was anxious or tense, you may want to think in your head why your head wants everything to be okay. Or, and think about why you might be attached to this idea that you want everything to be okay, but your gut is actually saying it's not okay. Once you've figured out what is going on, ask your inner child what it needs at that moment. Take action and do that thing that you are feeling that you need. An example might be that you want to trust a new friend of yours, but you're struggling with some anxious anxious attachment. See what you need. Maybe you need a certain conversation with them or you need them to kind of validate the 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 friendship that you have or you need to validate it yourself. You might even want a hug from them, something like that. And then finally, is what, think about, think to yourself, is what I am doing right now making me feel safe? So honour your intuition by honouring what feels good in your gut. So in... Just to summarise and to finish the podcast. Um, you have to take that leap when it comes to testing your intuition and to get to know your inner voice. Listen to your urges and see where it takes you. Our intuition is a powerful tool and learning how to discern whether your motives are rooted in your heart or your ego. Although that we obviously talked more about fear and our heads, but ego is a whole other conversation we can have at some point. But differentiating the two is important. We will constantly be learning and that is also a beautiful thing but you we hope you all learn a little bit more about your intuition and how you can start
1: listening to it amongst all the other emotions we feel. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast obviously this is probably one of the most complicated topics we've spoken about but we are linking a lot of TED talks and um, websites and stuff or just links that you can go to if you find this interesting that can you know you can start doing your own research because everyone's very different and how they learn and how they process things. So yeah, and you might have to listen to this podcast a few times. I don't know. And make
0: notes while doing it. Exactly. I always love doing that when I listen to podcasts. Yeah,
1: but I basically, we hope you enjoyed it and we hope you come back next time for the next podcast. And don't forget to follow and rate this podcast. And you know if you need to, you can always talk to us on Instagram as well. And also, um, if you haven't already, check out our monthly newsletter. We'll also leave that linked below in the description thank you so much for listening and
0: we hope you all have an amazing day evening or night whenever you're listening to this
1: bye